Welcome in. Welcome back, everybody. How's everybody doing? It's 8.47 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the West Coast in the Southern California Desert of Los Angeles County. Continuing with Brown Town Family History, the Brown Family History. This is a caption below below a picture of what was called back in the day that Lutishi and John Brown were alive. This picture is called Homestead, a picture of where they lived. It's real bleached out, faded. And the best way I could describe it is it's a large plantation with lots of um, empty spaces. It's bleached out, so really all it shows is the black outline of a large tree, the outline of a what appears to be a fence, some houses on in different locations on the property, houses or you might say utility stores, utility sheds or stores or storage places and there's a few looks like maybe a man and another two or three people it's really hard to tell if those are all people or exactly what it is. The picture is so old and this is not a cop I mean this is a a maybe what you might call a photo copy from a copier machine. So it's really no way to describe it accurately except it's open land with old houses on the horizon. Beneath the picture it says, Many years ago, in the summer, about mid-evening, under an old oak, O-A-K, old oak tree, Several kids were playing and enjoying life in the front yard. 
one can see an old cane, C-A-N-E, an old cane mill, M-I-L-L, plowed field, and piles, they spell it P-Y-L-E, pile Brown's house on the hill. But most of all, we can see the grandchildren of John and Lutitia Brown playing in the yard of the, quote, old original homestead, close quote, where the Brown family got its start. This picture was taken long after and the word is missing maybe long after they were deceased but we can see plenty of livelihood among their grandchildren many years later. I think the most important thing about this picture is that it shows the dreams of John and Lutitia along with their life and lifestyles. All members of the Brown family must realize that we are living out the dreams of our grandparents and that they provided a tremendous start. But only we can determine the beautiful end. In in view of the success in today's Brown family, I am sure John and Lutitia Brown would like to dream forever. The children in the picture and the picture itself belongs to Richard and Jenny Brown. We can all be thankful that on one sunny afternoon many years ago somebody took a camera and captured the lifestyle the homestead and the dreams of our grandparents this is the 
only picture with these scenes we have. I would like to encourage all visiting members of the Brown family to ride by these memorable sights and enjoy the sweet memories of Brown Town. Okay, so that clarifies it. That tells you what the picture is supposed to show or what it used to show. Perhaps back after the turn of the 20th century, sometime after 1927. I'm guessing because that's about when Lutishi passed on from this life in 1927. Alright, the rest of the book is full of pictures and it's broken down into chapters. And each of the children of John and Lutishi and their spouse, spouses and children are listed. Lots of family photos. Many of the people are alive today. So in an attempt to protect their privacy, I'll have to skip over all of the names, phone numbers, all that confidential information I won't be able to put on the podcast. But for the family members who may be interested in attending a future post-COVID family reunion, you may want to plan it for, I can't say when it will begin again, I haven't talked to anyone about it for a long time, but I would imagine if they continue to do it every other year. They used to have it on the odd number years. For example, there's a picture in here of the 2013 in this book, 2013 reunion. So they usually have these books, family history books, at the family reunion or available to order through the mail. And I would have to find out who currently 
is the cherub person, the man or the woman that is responsible for all of the administrative work. I need to call and see how they are anyhow, so I have to get more information. But in the very back of the page, in maybe the last page, there's a page written to family members. And here's what it says from the editor, Emmanuel Davis. Conclusion. I, Emmanuel Davis, have decided to compose this book of the Browns family for many reasons. The first reason, listing family members and listing lifestyles. The second reason was to acknowledge and give recognition to a historical family. The third reason was to emphasize unity and the family structure among family members. And I feel this is the most important. We have our reunion biannually to maintain and develop new relationships that will strengthen our family bond to enjoy our fellow relatives and to teach our history to all family members. America's population is faced with a very large number of violent and immoral people and a minority of moral and peaceful people. Statistics will show that more than one half of America's black families consist of only one parent. We must all become very fearful of the family structure becoming extinct. In view of America's dark problem 
with the family structure. Certainly, one can see the light in a family reunion that places emphasis on family bonds. We live in a country where children are being poorly raised because several family members are suffering from a deteriorating deteriorating structure. But if we are to withstand our problems, it is a motivational message of necessity to develop an even stronger family bond. All future directions for families in today's environment are confronted with many pathways and many unanswered questions which make their future look dreary and uncertain. Since we as a family are surrounded by uncertainty, let's reach back in time, parentheses, over 150 years, close parentheses, with our minds and find a spark to light our future. Looking back in time, I can see John Brown breaking land with a mule on a hot day and Lutishi cooking on a wooden stove using stove wood. I can see Mr. Brown planting crops with a mule pulling his planter and Mrs. Brown boiling clothes in the wash pot I can see nightfall approaching without the use of electric lights TVs, radios and air conditioners a few months later after many long days of hard work I can see Mr. and Mrs. Brown gathering their crops and profiting just enough to take care of necessities.
How's everybody doing? Welcome back from a quick break. Short break. Mentally, let's return back to present day and look at how adversity, dry and dreary years, tears, and sorrow, and immorality in their environment provided them with a spark to see the need to develop a strong family structure that enabled the Brown family to endure successfully for over 150 years. In view of the facts just mentioned, I think that we will all agree that we have brown power in our memory and we should use it to our advantage. That's important. Let's read what Emmanuel wrote again. Mentally, let's return back to present day and look at how adversity, dry and dreary years, tears and sorrow, and immorality in their environment provided them with a spark to see the need to develop a strong family structure that enabled the Brown family to endure successfully for over 150 years. In view of the facts just mentioned, I think that we will all agree that we have brown power in our memory and we should use it to our advantage. Continuing, the Brown family shares a vision of unity. This vision portrays a family with a variety of hearts, but these hearts have the same beat. Our vision also paints a picture of our family learning to love each other unconditionally and ourselves also. Let's all remember we are bound 
together by the brown bloodline. But let's not forget that we are different people with different ideas and different views. And when we are dealing with each other, we should remember the differences. That's important. Read that one again. The Brown family shares a vision of unity. This vision portrays a family with a variety of hearts, but these hearts have the same beat. Our vision also paints a picture of our family learning to love each other unconditionally and ourselves also. Let's all remember we are bound together by the brown bloodline but let's not forget that we are different people with different ideas and different views and when we are dealing with each other we should remember the differences once again the time has come for us to physically depart from each other but mentally we all know that absence makes the heart grow closer. In conclusion, please remember to take the past and strike a path through the future. May God bless you. Emmanuel Davis, editor. And that should be the last page that can be read out loud publicly. Yes, that is the last page. And I'm not able to tell you exactly what this would cost today, but oh, 
sometime after 2013 or maybe in 2013, I think I paid, I give a range, 25, 35 maybe, somewhere in that range. And it's worth much, much more because of all the pictures in there that goes back over 200 years. Some of these pictures go so far back. And all the work and years that Emmanuel put into this, it's really priceless for... uh, having this type of information in your finger, in your hands, at your fingertips. The the thing about it is what surprised me was it it was um, (laughs) something I saw in um, California at a family member's home I saw an older copy of the book at a family member's home and it really surprised me because that was the first time I had seen a photograph of John and Lutitia Brown and when I stop and think about it I can now remember my grandmother, who was their granddaughter. I can now remember her taking me as a little toddler to visit the family, her family. And these people were no longer alive. But um, some of the other people in the book surely was alive. But I, as a little toddler, I grew up and I didn't, well, I didn't live close to all the people in this book. So I didn't, I rarely saw them. And I still grew up and had enough, uh, enough memory of the family history, not much but enough recall of the family history and uh, enough, uh, I guess, of the brown bloodline to inspire me to spend the rest of my life trying to get more and more of this history. And it's a long story, buddy. Eventually... Like I just said, I was looking at John and Lutitia Brown's picture for the first time of all places in this state, California. If that wasn't shocking enough, when I looked at the picture, it was just like looking in the mirror. And I mean, it makes sense, you know, after all. 
This is as far back as I can trace my ancestry to them. So naturally, you know, the people that I know in my family, immediate family and nuclear family and immediate family and extended family, we all look like them. It, it's, it was just such a, a big shock that I, w- I was not prepared for that. So I'll just pass that along to some of the uh, people that may see this, for this picture for the first time. And they're, they're going to be so surprised at how much we resemble them. I mean, and beyond that, looking at all the pictures in the in the book, it's it just goes to show <laughs> how powerful their bloodline is, because I can look in there and I can see s- there are cousins in this book that I have never seen, never met, and I may never s- never have the privilege to meet them but I grew up with cousins and nieces nephews that have the same same face it's just you know it's something you can't prepare yourself for some of them even have the same face and the same name and um you let you sort that out on your own it wasn't planned but you know certain things just are in the genes and they'll always be there they'll stay there forever no matter how many good years, bad years, or in between years, well, again, this is the story, some of the story, partial history of Brown Town, the Brown family history, a snapshot of those years, I think we started in the 18. early 1800s and we talked about everything through the early 1900s in this book but then Emmanuel in his last on his last page he brought it up to the current century the current decade And um, I look forward to going to going to one of the family reunions after the pandemic is behind us. If there is another reunion, and I'm sure there will be someday, 
but the book has a lovely cover on it and um, it looks like someone's artwork it's not a photograph it's, it's an art a sketch a drawing of the uh, the landscape during that time with the clothing that they wore the straw hats the beautiful clothes that they wore well they called them hand-me-downs or second-hand some of them were working well all of them really but some are physically working others are moving it's a still photo not photograph but a still drawing but it depicts people that are in motion in route to a location so they're traveling on this um, what they call those horse and a trolley it's a um, a flatboard that was sturdy enough to transport store-bought goods or merchandise and people as well. So there's a man, a woman on there and two horses or two mules. There's a man walking alongside. Looks like a not a uh, stagecoach but it was before the stagecoach and they had this super big wheels and the wooden floor wooden sideboard panels to keep their stored goods on top and so that they could move along the dirt roads there that they had then. Well, it's a throwback for sure. (laughs) It's a throwback, but, you know, um, this is Black History Month, and so... Let's hope our legacy lives on and on. Thank you for listening.